Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Jizz Talking for a Sunday evening. We have with us Carmela Clutch and Carmela. I saw you at X3 and I just couldn't take my <laughs> eyes off of you. The guy ahead of me, here's maybe you remember it, maybe you don't, maybe it's just like, oh hell, you're one of a thousand. Um, <laughs> the guy ahead of me was probably, I think he was like six foot seven. And okay. He picked you up and started bouncing you around. <laughs> yeah, and, um, that that happened a few times. Oh, okay. I think I, I think I know which one though. I, I think he was a black guy, but he was like six foot seven, mm-hmm. just huge, and he just kind of threw you around like a rag doll. And, uh, <laughs> I just kind of sat back and watched that for about ten minutes. That was a good enough show for me. I, hell, I about turned around. And I mean, it was just a good. That was uh, where I met you, and then um, uh, I don't even know if we had a picture taken together or what, but anyway, I gave you my card, and you said, Jizz talking, <laughs> and that was about all I was doing. <laughs> no, I love the name of the show, and um, I mean, I think the first thing that, that I get a lot from fans is because I take a lot of low-angle um, photos. They think I'm really, really tall, that I'm a stallion, but I'm pretty fun-sized, and so when they meet me, they're like, can I pick you up? I'm like, Please, I love to be thrown around. <laughs> well, as and, long as you and, handle with care. <laughs> and I, I did see that you were nominated or won uh, an award for most epic ass. <laughs> yes, I received my first, um, you know, AVN nom- nomination uh, this past year, and I'm so honored that I would even be considered for the category when there's so many gorgeous women with beautiful bums everywhere. Um, so just to even be in the same category as someone like a Bella Danger, I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have a heart well, attack. <laughs> well, I was about this far from it. I know that was that was it. So hey, let's go Thank to a few more. Uh, I, I want to talk first of all. You're on OnlyFans. You're on a whole bunch of different uh, link sites. Give us a couple of those so we can we know where to find you. So my very favorite one to use is OnlyFans.com/clutchvip. That's where I DM everybody. I do customs. I put all of my work there first. I also have a mini vids, which is like a clip store for me. Um, I obviously have an Instagram. I'm not so active on that. I'm very active on Twitter. So uh, you can find me on all the platforms. And I am starting to get a little involved with TikTok. A little. Baby steps. <laughs> baby steps. That's before they outline. <laughs> so we'll go to uh, Charles to start things off. And Charles... Get him unmuted, and we'll get Charles in here. Now, Charles, go ahead. Hi, Charles. Hello. How are you? I'm sorry I did not meet you at X3. I was there, but I was like, it was really disorganized. And anyway, um, you didn't say anything about Facebook. I don't know if you're on Facebook. Um, um, some people aren't. Some people are, and some people aren't. So. Um, well, unfortunately, I'm not on Facebook right now. I know that there is a fraud out there, a catfish of me that likes to taunt me every now and again oh, really? and let me know that they have a Facebook of me, but it's not me. Have you contacted I, Facebook towards trying to get that resolved? Um, I, anytime I contact any of those social media platforms, they're very um, negligent. Uh, they would, I guess, rather, you know, not have any uh, of us on there. Yeah, it, it, there's quite a few uh, fake profiles, which kind of sucks, but um, I, I'm okay. very... I, I answer to, all of my own DMs and everything, so, like, at least, at least that's you know, one me. One of the on, reasons why on, I'm asking is I have a background working in bank fraud, and mm-hmm. and I work for a media outlet right now dealing with consumer issues and wondered if you needed, like, assistance that way. Um, you know what, uh, maybe, depending on, on what your services would be, it, it's okay. possible that I might need some kind of help like that. Um, I would advise to please contact my publicist, Erica, and okay. she'll get your information to me, and then okay. we can communicate through there. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. You have a question. I wish I, I, yeah, now I'm trying to think of a question. How did you get involved in the adult industry? I'll go with the basic one. Um, well, honestly, I, I dabbled in a lot of other things, and I was on my way to the Peace Corps when um, COVID had broken out over there. They rescinded my application, and my trip got canceled 10 days before I was supposed to leave. So, you know, it was kind of chaotic at the moment, but I had taken a little part-time job as an assistant to a content creator, and 
that really honestly uh, opened my eyes because I was able to see how I could apply my marketing and advertising degree mm-hmm. to, you know, the adult industry and still at the same time, you know, empower myself sexually and physically and, and you know, be curious and explore in a safe and healthy manner while making some money. It's great. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Good. All right. Thanks uh, for hey, the question, Charles. <laughs> you're welcome. With us, with us tonight is uh, Hall of Famer, uh, AVN Hall of Famer, Richard Pacheco. Richard, how are you doing tonight? Terrific. Great to be here. Nice to meet you. Hi, nice to meet you, too. Question for Carmela? Well, I'm just, I'm, just, um, I'm old, and uh, I did all this in the 70s and in Ooh. the early 80s. So um, I fell into Patrick some months ago, and he... Um, has reverence for the past and faith in the future. And so I've enjoyed meeting people who are in the game now, um, like grandchildren of mine. <laughs> and it's fun. It, I also have no concept about how it works now because it's a very different world uh, from what we did back then. So I like to learn about that. And in the few sentences I've heard from you, you're smart <laughs> and you're beautiful. And um, it's nice to see people of character involved in this business because there's a whole lot less involved and that that stuff is not so much to be proud of. So it's nice to meet you. Thank you so much. And it's very nice to meet you too. I think um, one of the greatest things about being in the industry nowadays is that we have a little bit more control and power to own our brand and create it into a business. So it does kind of foster that kind of uh, business mentality, that go-getter mentality. And if you aren't somewhat of a smart, tough cookie, you will get eaten up by the industry like any other industry. Yeah. Uh, um, but the, the reverence I have for the performers that came before us, because you guys survived what it was really hard to get your name out there, to get your brand out there, to be known, especially as a male talent, you, you know that you guys carry the scene. Our job is to look pretty, but you guys are supposed to make sure that those angles are actually hitting where they need to hit. Yeah, and, and you got paid three times you got paid. Yeah, Unsung Heroes. I do hear that the, <laughs> that the pay is a little less nowadays than it was back then, um, just because, you know, so many people. But also, um, even though that the industry has become diluted, it has given opportunity to performers like myself who as a double minority would have maybe not gotten a chance back in the nineties or in the seventies or the eighties. Absolutely. I'm I'm really grateful for all of you guys to pave the path for us. Well, thank you. And it's great to see where you're going with it. When you said Erica, you talking about Erica Lust? Uh, No, Erica from the rub PR. Okay. Yeah. She's my publicist. She's fantastic. She's a great girl. If if uh, if I need somebody to be here at at uh, the right time, Erica is balls to the wall, and uh, you know that, well, that's, she'll make sure you're on time. <laughs> and that's the thing about it is is she's tough, but it's for the benefit of the star. She'll, it is. You'll probably ride your ass, but it's to make you look good and to make you uh, a good perception of you. Absolutely, absolutely. And she's also very understanding when it comes to like, hey, I got booked, I can't. And you just switch things around. She's like, hey, I understand. Company shoots. You know, you got to take care of you. But, um, yeah, she's a tough cookie, and I love that. Sometimes you need someone to be the iron fist, and then I can just be the velvet glove. It's great. She's set me straight more than once or twice. I I was going to uh, show a picture she did send of you, and uh, this is more in a provocative state of dress. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Oh, it was a fun shoot. Yeah, anyway. I love that house, actually. I got a bunch of them from the pool uh, area. So anyway, this is yeah. why I picked They love up. to throw me into a bikini. <laughs> well, I, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. It's not. The only thing I don't like about it is these tend to be pretty heavy. So those straps really dig into my shoulders. Mm. I prefer to be topless. <laughs> All that, I, I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the world would be a better place if we could have just topless days. There you free go. the titties. Yeah, there you go. Starbucks would be a lot more interesting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sean Elliott's here. Sean, how are you doing tonight? Good, Patrick. How are you doing, buddy? Good. Question for Carmela Clutch. Hi, Carmela. Well, Hi there, you know, Sean. I uh, 
real quickly when I when I finished eating, I I too was in the business back in the eighties, early eighties, and um, <laughs> the money was good. But your but everything you said was on point. But the thing that I was impressed mostly by you so far is that uh, you said it immediately. You got to be tough back then. Without sounding judgmental, keep the, the the girls didn't have to be as tough because if the director liked you, they didn't have to think. If you know what I mean, they didn't have oh, yeah. to. They, they they could they could be branded very well. We, we know some people that made it really big in the business, but in regular life probably would have difficulty. But yeah. the flip side of that is you're right. I mean, you you do it yourself. I'm in awe because I was in it before, and then I got out, and then. Again, with Patrick, he found me a couple of years back, and it's, it's like the movie, and they pulled me back in. And uh, <laughs> I looked, I had a quick moment to look at your, uh, I went to IAFD real quick, because that's what I look at old school, to see what you did, your platform. And uh, when you started, well, I'm a New Yorker, so you're from New York, and I'm a Leo, so you're a Leo, so you already sold me. So I, said, <laughs> I, I knew I liked you. <laughs> I knew I liked you, too. Because it's easy. It's a lot of bullshit, but it's a lot of truth at the same time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'd like to know your 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 personal background. You said you're a double. So where, what's your history? What's your, uh, it, I don't know what's proper etiquette anymore, but what, I'm a Jew from New York. Where, what are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. I love the candor. Thank you. Just give it to me straight. You're a New Yorker. I love it. I could walk, talk, and you bubblegum at the same time, too. There you go. Um, we'll take the F train together in more ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Choo-choo. Choo-choo. So my family's from New York, um, but I am Puerto Rican. And in that Puerto Rican mixture, I am African Latina, um, so Spaniard and native, um, full-blown mutt. And um, I Love was it. born in New York, raised in Miami. Um, I was a nerd. I am a nerd. Proud of it. Yeah. Um, I love my little fun facts. I enjoy a lot of different artsy type things. I'm a thinker. I'm an overthinker, and I'm unapologetic about it. That's Leo. Don't be apologetic. I love it. I'll listen <laughs> to this. I asked what the school at University of Miami, so we got a lot. I live behind South uh, Dayland Mall in Gateland. Oh, Gateland. my gosh. I get to work at Dayland. That's crazy. You know, or, yeah. Yeah. This is this <laughs> very cool. You got a great, like, Shout out uh, 305. Richie, you, you look great. Fantastic Thank look. You. And I, you. you would have made it back then. I, I disagree totally what you said before. You would have made it. You Thank you. You're I really appreciate that. I really do. I found it somewhat of a challenge because I know that I entered at 30 years old. I'm 34 now. Um, and I'm blessed that I don't necessarily look the age people assume that I would be. Um, and in this industry, there's often um, a period of teen or adolescent and MILF and everything in between where the babes, where I kind of fall into, kind of yeah. get lost in translation somehow and so it's been a little bit of a balancing act trying to find the milfy mommy in me so i've been calling it mammy mommy m-a-m-i yeah. um to kind of reason with myself because i am a giant child myself and um you know also still being able to play the the trophy wife or the the you know the older stepsister or like the aunt you know it, it's Makeup does wonders. You're an actor, and I saw you did top shelf stuff. You're grazers, and you're you know, uh, thank you, grazers, or however they want to say it. So yeah. I've seen. I, I had a quick look to see your stuff, and I said, "Wow, okay." And I know you're on many bits. So I'll, I'll definitely check you out. But it's really good to meet you, and um, it's great to meet I'll sit you back too. and listen. Yeah, hope we hope we get to see each other sometime. Same here, likewise. Thank you so much for calling in. Appreciate everything you guys have done. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. My, my wife's a water sign and I'm an earth sign. Together we make mud. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cartrell's with us, Cartrell. How are we doing tonight? Oh, we can't hear you for the third week in a row. You don't have your mic on. So we'll come back to you. Joshua's with us. Joshua's mic does work after you hit the unmute. There you go, Joshua. Go ahead. Hey, Patrick. Uh, hi, hi, hi Carmela. Nice to see you. I actually got to meet you at um, Exotica DC this past December. That was awesome. 
I was going to say, you look familiar. <laughs> oh, cool. Right on. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just a huge fan. I want to say, you know, show, show some love. And um, I guess my question would be, are there any, um, like, directors or actors that you haven't worked with that you would like to in the future? Are there any? Um... Absolutely. So many, actually. Uh, first off, thank you for visiting me at yeah. DC. I, I'll be there this year again. Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> uh, there's so many. There's Kieran. There's um, pretty much everyone at Evil Angel. There's, oh, like Stag Stagliamo would be amazing. Uh, there's so many. Leah from Brazzers, I would really like to work with her. There aren't enough female directors or female perspective in storytelling, uh, especially in adult work. And I think that that's important. Um, we have a, women, we as women have a different way of viewing things and experiencing sexuality. And I think that it's important that both are, are really um represented and i think that a lot of times guys find it also you know arousing to to see the way that a woman would get aroused um and through a woman's eyes so i think um there's a lot to be said so i'm going to go ahead and say first and foremost i would like to work with leah from browsers because i do want to work with more female directors and kind of empower those those um women in this industry who often don't go farther than just in front of the camera I, not that she was, I'm not, I don't think she was, but specifically, maybe one day I'll be behind, I'll be behind the camera. So yeah, I'd like to be inspired in that way. That's awesome. Well, thank you so thank much. You. Yeah, I, can, I hope to see you again in uh, December in DC. Thank you. Likewise. I'll see you there. Okay. I know you. I remember playing with your hair. Yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a real pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You gotta be known for something, Joshua. Yeah. <laughs> he had great hair. In fact, I think I told him how dare you have better hair than me. <laughs> His hair was like your hair is silky and you just run your fingers through it, it falls just this like double make hair way. It's sexy. I like it. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. I think he's fleshy. <laughs> are you doing any other exoticas this this season other than dc uh dc and miami and it looks like i'm maybe going to uh jersey and i'll be at the goat booth for jersey so i'm really excited about all of them especially oh. because if things go the way they should be going i should be releasing a duke stall a bust of my ass <laughs> and it's going to be like a exact replica with the holes and everything be my first toy it's kind of like a i'm really excited about it and i'm gonna have a bunch of merch so it's gonna be a lot of fun that's that's how christy candy knew she made it was when they she had when when they sold my vagina <laughs> oh my god I, I i've been saying this this has been a lifelong dream of mine is to have a flashlight it's it really is a lifelong dream of mine <laughs> i was the little girl that grew up wanting to be a porn star Wow. Did you ever get the flashlight then made? Not yet, but, you know, I have Erica on it. <laughs> oh, oh, then shit, she'll get that done. That's she'll no get done. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, James and I are going to be at Exotica along with Sean. Uh, so anyway, James is with us. Go ahead, James. All right. Hi, James. Thank you, Patrick. Uh, hey, hey, Camilla. It's wonderful to meet you. Great to meet really you, is great. Yeah. Um, you say that uh, you you are a content creator? Mm -hmm. And um, I looked you up, and you've done a lot of uh, scenes for studios too. Uh, what yeah. are some of the yeah what what are some of the benefits to working with studios, uh, and how do they reflect with uh, with making your content as well? Okay, this is a wonderful question. Thank you so much for asking. Um, so when I started, I started with content, and I learned as much as I could from as many performers as I could. And uh, shout out to Freak Bob, who really taught me a lot. He has his own pro-am studio. And um, I think what made me start pursuing more mainstream was not just the recognition that everyone, you know, and the brand growth, which is great. Uh, but I truly, I knew that somewhere down the line, I would want to go behind the camera. I would want to do more than just, you know, be in front. I would want to give my content a higher quality value for my fans um and to do that i really wanted to see how the pros do it i wanted to make sure that my sets in the future are just as safe as any company out there 
I want to make sure that um, it's just as comfortable and has all the amenities you would need for both female and male performers to feel comfortable and able to perform. Um, I wanted to see how they lit things, how they backlit things. This is a light back here that I right. picked up from a studio, from being on a mainstream set, watching how they handle things, watching how business is conducted. The best way to learn is to immerse yourself. So right. that's what I did. And now that I've been doing mainstream for a little while, I, of course, will want to continue. And the growth for that would be more um, script-based roles. I've done a lot of short intros. I'd like to do something that's maybe like a feature or something a little more meaty with some acting in it because I really think I have the chops for it. Like maybe, and I know before, I really like maybe something for adult time or something like that? Yes, absolutely. Or um, Taboo. You know, they have yeah, you know, yeah, larger, large, yep, you yeah. know. Uh, so I'd like to do something like that. And then also I want to go ahead and start integrating that type of quality into my content. Now, whether it's just something simple as lighting or, you know, maybe something more uh, elaborate like a script-based story. Um, one of the things that I am considering doing is creating scenarios that are very much like the real world, what I experience with my partner, since I do have a partner in this industry. What was it like when we decided to go apartment hunting and, and looking for places? Did we end up having sex in that house? Maybe. You'd have to watch okay. the scene to find out. Right. So things like that. And I want to integrate what I've learned from mainstream into it. And, okay. um, you know, and obviously mainstream does have its own in, embedded fan base which is obviously beneficial for its own reasons. Right. Do you think that you have something that you might be able to contribute that isn't uh, in the industry now that you are? This is, this, I'm going to take a stab at the dark here. Um, so I would like to put people who are a little, I would like to have a little bit more realistic, you know, like, how many times have you fucked your stepmother in real life? Right, exactly. <laughs> Come on, man. Exactly. Come on now. Uh -huh. Come on now. Let's, oh, just, right. let's just, but how many times have you hooked up with somebody at a concert? Right. And it was the hottest thing you ever fucking did. It was in a bathroom stall at some speedy fucking dive bar. And you just, you hold on to that memory for the rest of your life. And you tell your grandchildren about it one day. You know, that one exactly. time. You're around yeah. you at a rock concert, right? right? You know, like those types of things. I think... It's hard to achieve it because we've strayed so far as an industry from what is real. It is um, possible, but it is possible to break that back, though. And, I think so. And if you and yeah. I, and if you have a little bit of a storyline to it, I think it's it's definitely um, there's a little bit more of a tease, a draw to it. So. Mm -hmm. People will be attracted to it. That's true. Okay. All right. So. Well, thank you so much, Carmela. I appreciate mm -hmm. it. Thank you for that amazing question. It's been wonderful speaking to you. Thank you. <laughs> Great speaking with you too, James. I, I always said if, if they'd fuck me on the first night, they'll fuck anybody on the first night. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you know what? That So what? Who cares? Maybe she used you for sex, and you should be, oh, you should be happy about that. She, she, took I was having back, this. <laughs> she took me back to her place. And she's uh, not going to go in the other room and slip into something more comfortable. I said, well, you come back out here and I'll slip into you. And that was, uh, <laughs> she choked on her, she choked on her iced tea. Donnie is with us. Donnie, that. go ahead. Hi, Carmela. How are you? Hi, uh, Donnie. So, um, so I'm so glad to hear that you're coming back to Exotica DC because I found out at the last minute you were coming and everybody coming with me canceled. So it <gasps> totally blew it. I didn't get to meet you. I was so mad. I didn't talk to them for a week. I you should have like, came oh, anyways. It well, would have been fun. Yeah, I, plans were, but at the time, my child had wrecked my car, so I didn't have a vehicle. So mm -hmm. I was I had rides. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. So. <laughs> that's and, okay. Um, but it, it, I, I'm, I'll be there this year. promise you that. Um, Fantastic. The uh, question I would have is uh, I've watched a lot of your stuff it's awesome you're beautiful Thank um you. the question is so you got the step fantasy world you've got the interracial world you got just to be in the milf world is there any genre of movies that you like doing more than others i don't know if some pay more than others i'm not i don't know all those details but if it's you know if there's something that you just like i love working 
doing these scenes only because the guys I'm working with are so fantastic? Um, I wouldn't say because it's the specifically the male talent. Um, yes, working with any one of your favorites is always, you know, a great work day. Um, but for me, yeah. I genuinely love what I do. And um, I just, when I get a script in my hand and it's more than two pages and I have like <clears throat> key shots and mainframes that they, they want to get and stills and lines that I need to remember, when I have to role play and assume a character, when I get to live a fantasy as someone else for a little bit and then get to go back to my normal world, that's what I love. I love that. I really, truly, I was a theater kid. I was the theater geek. <laughs> so yeah. I love assuming those characters. Awesome. Sexy. It's kinky. It's something different. Ooh, doctor. But at the same time, you know, let's make it a little bit more realistic. It's a right. little bit more like, you know. Exactly. Not yeah. like, ooh, oh, don't do that. Come on now. <laughs> Sean, I, I guess that's where Sean works a little bit with some newer talent at Exotica. And it's just, uh, this is different than what we see at Exotica lately, haven't, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Now it, it was, it was. Well, thank God, I mean, for her, her husband's in the industry, too, and he actually used three cameras, but was, and, and I don't begrudge it, so it was three phones, but it's set up, and it was backlit, and I'm reminded what you just said is that, and Richard, you'll remember this, too, because I didn't think about this once on a Zoom session until just now when Carmelo was talking. You remember when we would shoot, they always, the director always had the still cameraman there. There was always a still cameraman to take shots of that scene because there was magazines that high society magazines, Jeremy, and they had to put it out to promote the movie. So you would get not just not just while you're doing the action, but there would also be, uh, I mean, not while just pictures of you it would be pictures from the movie that they would send that out. And I'm also a theater background. I was on soap operas and stuff. I went to Strasburg in New York. So I get and and you are such a throwback. And I'm listening to James, and I've this I've been preaching this for uh, for two years. I don't know how you can get this back. I'm 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 cynical on this. I hope you can get uh, dialogue and get character and get reality, and not you know stripping the, the your grandmother's aunt every week. I I would love to see it because I think it has gone so far too that there is a huge clientele of people of every age and every gender that would watch this that say let me get into this you draw them in with some some talent and then you have real sex yeah that's to me that's cake well, that's beautiful but i i just don't see it happen i see it well, one of the one of the things that i did <laughs> i i did see them revive um briefly was a reality house that they did uh, reality Kings did a uh, reality house where they did like a, a week there. They used a lot of um, well-known new up-and-coming talent. That was great. <laughs> Excuse me. Shout out to Mace who was there. Um, and and it was really hot. It was like it was like games and stuff like that. But it was a reality Brad, house. Like if Brazzers, they got caught, fun, yeah, was it, doing that for the bit. Yeah, Brazzers had has has been known for doing that in the past. Yeah. And so like. You know, I'd like to see maybe like a, you guys remember the show, The Real World? Mm -hmm. yeah. I'd like to see that, but with performers. I, I, I would be down. I'll be one of them. Hell, I'll probably sign my boyfriend up, too. Oh, I, <laughs> It'll be can fun. I, can I say something, uh, Sean? Um, that for a little bit of a period there, I would say from 2016 maybe to 2019, there was a little brief period there that was sort of like a little bit of a renaissance where there was really some great content that was coming out, especially from adult time. Brie Mills was making some fantastic things like uh, Teenage Lesbian and, um, and Perspective. Uh, those titles were just excellent. I believe, they won, I believe, I believe they won um, some awards that year. I think the oh, month absolutely. of 2019. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Perspective is probably Angela White's greatest ah. performance ever. Right. But... Um, when COVID hit, that's when that kind of drew everything to it. It just brought everything well, to a halt. Well, okay. So what happened was, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, I'll go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I think what happened at that point was 
there was a moratorium on shooting. You could only shoot with people in the same household as you, so long as you were tested for COVID and tested, you know, full panel. Now, if I understand you correctly, this, this, I didn't mean to cut you over, talk that, but so this before, because I came back in 19, 2019, 2020, so mm -hmm. I saw it through COVID. So basically, you're saying that there was some renaissance, I got to check who did it, probably a lot of female directors. Yes. That there was actually, yes, yeah, the females were. There was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's the point but, of view that you got to have, I, I think. So th there was what, stuff going on that was like movies before that. I, right. I didn't know that. Yeah. Now, the problem, the problem was is when COVID hit and everyone had to stay indoors, now you have a bunch of people making content and now all that's selling is when you put your phone up and make it look like it's just something, you know, mm -hmm. instead of the art, the art became lost in translation right. when people started doing it from home. Yeah. And, you know, that's the only way adult time would even buy some scenes of people when they did things, you know, at home with their partners or by themselves or you know, <clears throat> they they bought scenes off of us. I did one with Amarianne for adult time um, that they bought because we were in the same model house. So we were able to work together. And so we did a girl, girl, and it was like a three-part scene. It was a whole storyline-based thing that we created. That's where I got the spark of, I'd want to do this for real. Um, and I think during COVID, when everyone had to go back inside, that's when the creativity started to dwindle and, and, and exactly. dwindle away. Well, that's good to hear. Maybe it'll come back because the genie's out of the bottle with the content. Once it's happened and they can see they to do it, it's done. It's going to be there. But keep fighting. And, I, and I'll play my small part, literally. <laughs> and like I said, it's, it's, it's very happened. possible and all of that could come back again. And then there's no reason so. why it shouldn't. There's no reason why it shouldn't. It, it will, especially, you know, with larger companies buying some of these tube sites. I think they're, I feel like the shift is starting to go back towards um, you know, more mainstream performers as opposed to content creators, which is also very hard for me to accept as well, because I, on the other hand, I, even though I do mainstream, I am also a content creator. Um, now, the good thing is I have the mainstream backing to be like, yes, I know how to do this professionally and we can go ahead and set it up. And I have the contacts to hire a videographer and the photographer and the this and the that and the editor, you know, we can make it happen and it can look the same quality as the studio's. But um, I do feel for some of my friends that wanted to hold fast to the, the content creation aspect. And yes, you control all of your own content, but there's only so far. They would tell me content is king, content is king. And I'm like, well, content may be king, but traffic is God. And mainstream gives you traffic. Yeah. Right. And also, and you, you, also have the, the, uh, and you also had the situation of that, that, that time when Pornhub was about to, uh, when they said that they were going to get rid of all the uh, adult content. And they suspended that because they found out, hey, where's our revenue going to come from then? Oh, but, you mean um, OnlyFans? Was it only? Oh, I'm sorry. OnlyFans. Only That's right. Only oh, fans. yeah. Yeah. They, I said that we, they, plus. They, yeah. they had to uh, remember what Tumblr was like before and after they took porn off of it. Right. And then they put their tail between their legs. But um, right. still kidding. Just kidding. Love you, OnlyFans. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, but there's Eric like a, but my point is, I mean, there's no reason why they can't. Like I said, they just suspended that, and so yeah. there's no reason why, you know, if they get pressured again. Yeah, absolutely. Again, so. But you know, just as quickly as that happened, there was a bunch of other platforms that popped up, and other people are using as well. This is true. There's Fansly. There's Fan Soda. Loyal um, fans. Loyal fans. There's so many different ones that that you can choose from, and you can use them however you really want to, like. I choose to use my many vids like a clip store. I can use my many vids just like like my OnlyFans, but I, it has all the same features. I have my own personal business reasons for using OnlyFans dominantly, and for everything else, I use many vids and most of the other platforms like clip stores. It just right. works for me, right? You know. Okay. Yeah. Carmela Clutch is our guest tonight, and so uh, next week we'll be talking with Marvely, and Marvely says. Well, it's about time you ask. So anyway, we'll be talking <laughs> with Marvel next week, and I uh, can't wait for that. Um, and then uh, we're going to do uh, be Marvel then we're going to be doing uh, Mr. Tadpole. And after that, we're going to do the preview show for Exotica, then we're going to have the show from Exotica. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then after that, we're going to move back an hour. So we'll be moving uh, instead of Central Time 7, it's going to be Central Time 6, just because there's some people that uh, – 
we're missing every week because the East Coast gets a little bit late and they can't stay up. And so anyway, we're going to be moving back to the original, original time of 6 or uh, that time Central. So we'll do that the week after uh, we get back from Exotica in Chicago. So should be uh, some good shows coming up and can't wait next week for Marvely to tell us all sorts of stories from back when. Speaking of back when, uh, Carmela, do you remember a, a man named John Holmes? Yes, I do. Okay, yes, do I do. Do you remember an uh, actress by the name of Marilyn Chambers? Oh, the name rings a bell somewhere. Okay. Mm. Uh, and Herschel Savage? Yes, the name does also ring a bell. Uh, and Tom Byron, his name might ring a bell. Of course. <laughs> um, and uh, they were in this movie with Richard Pacheco called Up and Coming. And, uh, <laughs> Look at uh, that. So if you ever get a chance to watch that movie, you'll see Richard in action. Yeah, of course, I, I was in radio, and anytime a radio uh, disc jockey gets a blowjob or gets sex, I'm all <laughs> in. So anyway, Richard, uh, uh, you have a question for Carmela? No. Um, I'm, I'm the student here. Um, I'm enjoying the Wild West of now um, <laughs> and just look, taking it all in. In some ways... Uh, yeah, I'm looking. I, when you put your I, my pictures up on the screen too, so I'm an actor. If you put me on the, I'm, I'm looking at me all the time, so <laughs> it, it's very distracting. Um, but as you're talking, I'm thinking, well, I could do that. Oh, I could do that. I'm 74 years old. No, I can't do that. No, I'm not. Gonna. Listen, you'll be surprised anytime you, you want to like, really come no. out of retirement. No, just hit me no, up. I, there'll be a bullet in the side of my head from my wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's not she gonna can happen. Be in the video too. She can come be in the, in the scene. Oh, I don't God. mind. I play with girls. You're barking up the wrong tree, but it's a good tree. <laughs> All nice, right. fa nice fantasies. Yeah. So I'm more. It's good to learn about what it is now. Um, and uh, I don't know how to relate to it other than to take it all in and, and see where it's going and uh, and ride That's with what it. She said. You remind me a lot of Vanessa Del Rio. <laughs> Do you, do you know Vanessa? No, but I'm going to look her up right after this call. Uh, Vanessa Dorey, she was the people's champion of the 70s and 80s. Marilyn Chambers was the most famous, but that's only because there was a giant scandal. She was the ivory snow model, um, and she did a commercial with, with Procter & Gamble. And uh, then she started in a porn movie, and when that came out that it was the same person, it was major headlines, and she leapt to the top of the industry. But Vanessa was the one... She was the people's champion. She was the most exciting performer of the 70s and 80s, even though she you know, didn't have the fame that Marilyn had. She was the Latin I from mean, Manhattan. She, uh, ooh, I love that. She's still beautiful. She still her up. She was, she was you know, good. It's actually kind of funny. I, I won't say what my legal name is, but my legal name was actually the name of a model who then eventually turned in and did Playboy. So I keep saying I can't wait. I hope one day... I get to do my own spread for Playboy. I'm going to frame hers and frame mine right next to each other. Um, yeah, those, uh, those days. Mm. <laughs> but thank you so much for, for letting me know. I'm going to have to look her up because I oh, yeah. unfortunately You'll don't enjoy know that. her as performer. <laughs> the La Latina from Manhattan. I love it. The, the, yeah, the, the Latin from <laughs> Manhattan, yeah. And I don't, I don't want to patronize Carmela, Richard, but... She does have a great head on her shoulders from what we've heard tonight. Thank you. I mean, yes, sir. And, yes, and I sir. Wanna, Thank you. I don't want to say that dismissively. That's just a, a matter of fact. And uh, let's, uh, this is uh, Vanessa Del Rio, one of her. She was just a beautiful, beautiful Burgess. lady. Still oh, my is. gosh. I worked with her in Luscious. Oh, so beautiful. In yeah. Puerto Rico. Yeah. She shot a film. Yeah. Beautiful girl. She's gorgeous. So, anyway. I love her hair. Yeah. <laughs> There's a publisher in Europe called Tashin. That uh, they do art books and uh, the and they're I mean serious art books and they're like all the books are like a hundred hundred fifty dollars a piece they're big books and they they'll explore the work of a painter that the but Tashin himself happened to have a mad crust on Vanessa Del Rio so he did a book of her um, and the only porn star is so honored um, and there's a Tashin book uh, dedicated to Vanessa out there that's that amazing was, yeah. That's yeah. amazing. I would I would consider it a personal treasure if anything like of mine was ever in any kind of like erotic art museum or anything like that. Oh man, I would I would scream. I'd go and visit it every week. Like <laughs> <a> <laughs> <child>. <laughs> Your ass is going to be made. It's gonna be <laughs> not, 
<laughs> most epic ass. Nice tuckus. It's going to be beautiful. Everybody's going to love, love it. it. Make the art. Just make the art. Make the art. Yeah. And um, one, one of my favorite Vanessa Del Rio movies is called The Filthy Rich. And uh, uh, unfortunately, with with her, she was cast a lot of times as a maid or the housekeeper. But mm -hmm. uh, holy smokes. Well, I think she had a feather duster up her ass at one point in the movie. But, uh, <laughs> Ooh, thank you for giving me ideas. Write it down. Feather <laughs> duster <laughs> in <laughs> ass. It goes right underneath the firecracker in the ass. Oh, wow. Yeah. wow. <laughs> right it comes out on the 4th of July. <laughs> oh, yeah. You put a sparkler in it. Just there you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. Hey, Richard has introduced me to a, a, a young man that I uh, talk to now and then, and he called the other day. I see his screen might be locked up. But anyway, Derek is with us. Derek, are you there? Yeah, I think his screen is locked up. Hi, Derek. Good evening, Carmela. I'm hearing, I'm hearing a lot of reverb. You're, you're, you're He's froze. Right. Yeah, you're, you're froze up, Derek. Uh, must be that Wisconsin snow you just got. So anyway, we'll, uh, Stay warm. We'll, we'll come back to you in just a bit. So uh, Cartrell, let's unmute. Cartrell, see if he's got his sound back yet. Are you there? Cartrell. No, no. He, you got to hit the unmute button on your uh, computer somewhere to turn the volume up because you've uh, your or your input is messed up to something else or or whatever. So if you can hear us, Carcho, wave your hand. Well, he can wave his <laughs> hand. But I mean, I just oh good. <laughs> oh good. We just can't hear him because his microphone's muted or he needs to restart his computer. Or some goofy shit like that. So not not <laughs> my time to play tech guy. So anyway, so uh, as as uh, pro um, as promoted by Erica. Uh, I did read in your little bio that she sent that you were the called the queen of sweaty sex. Yes, yes. My fans have lovingly dubbed me the queen of sweaty sex. Um, I It was my first radio interview show, and we had a caller, and he was like, Carmela, I love your stuff. Oh, my God. I was like, thank you, thank you, thank you. He's like, you are the queen of sweaty sex. And all of a sudden, the phone board just lit up, Queen of Sweaty Sex, Queen of Sweaty Sex. Queen of... And I was mortified at first, legitimately mortified. I called up every female I knew, and they were all mortified with me. I called up every male I knew, and they were all like, congratulations, bro. Oh, you're... Oh. And I'm like, wait a, wait a minute, this is a good thing? They're like, yeah, that means you you throw it back. You like, That's it. you you put in the work, you, you, you fuck back and you fuck hard and you fuck good. That's a good thing. And I'm like, Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, thank you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh, oh, that's, that's um, a good thing in my book. So, Hey, Derek is with us. Like I said, uh, Richard introduced us a couple weeks ago and we, we talked uh, on Saturday a little bit and, and Derek, go ahead. Well, hopefully my connection is a bit more stable. There you go. Awesome. <laughs> uh, like I said, lots of snow. We had 18 inches in one day. Uh, John oh, Hitchens put the bottom out on that. That sounds like a Tuesday for me, 18 inches in one day. Right, right. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, hey, uh, it, it's so awesome to listen to you talk. Um, I don't you. have any questions, but very articulate, well-spoken, and you. keep Thank that you. passion going. Keep, keep that dream alive. I mean, it sounds cliche, right? But, hey, I mean... You have a you have a dream, and they always say everything old is new again. Everything comes full circle. I totally, totally feel that things will come full circle, and people will embrace that uh, era of yesteryear. Want that dialogue, and it's just so cool yeah. to hear somebody that entered a little later uh, still be so positive and forward thinking. Yeah. And uh, don't lose sight of that. You keep you keep those goals and those dreams alive. Come on, you can you can take on anything. So good for you. Thank you. Yes, thank you. you. Thank so, you. Yeah, absolutely. I really appreciate that. Um, I, yeah, you know, I am really grateful that I started in this industry at 29, 30 years old. At that point in my life, I had already partied. I'm from Miami. I had already gone to all the clubs, talked to all the people, sucked all the dick, fucked all the dick. Still do, but with 
a little bit more forethought. Um, and I think that if I had come in at a younger age, I may have not fully appreciated or um, took advantage of being in this position. I would have maybe gotten distracted with the partying and whatnot and um, the lifestyle. It is a crazy lifestyle. Oh, yeah. That being said, I've also worked a normal nine to five. I've been the the ugly friend, the the friend that was overweight. I've I've been through a lot of different lifestyles already, and at this point, I know how terrible a nine to five for me is as a person. It just doesn't work for me, and I know that this is what I genuinely love to do. So I'm not gonna let myself get distracted by you know, the parties and the going out and, and this job requires me to be very, very social in a lot of ways, but to approach it from a business standpoint is something that I think I, for me personally, am better able to achieve as a, as a woman in my mid thirties at this point. Definitely bring a unique perspective. Again, like you say, getting started later on and you yeah. got all that other bullshit out of your system, right? So yeah. Also, I, 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 you, you learned and lived and Thank you. Also, I'm a big nerd, so everyone's always like, yeah, party up. And I'm like, can we play video games and watch TV and cuddle? <laughs> there is absolutely, absolutely we can, can, we can take no shrooms shame. and get weird. We can take shrooms <laughs> and get weird, you know, like in, in our privacy of our own home. Like, we don't have to be out, like, everywhere, you know. Like, you know, I'm more of a homebody. And um, and I think that plays to, to my, my advantage um, as well oh. for this industry. Hopefully, awesome, Carmela. <laughs> Thank you. Good for you, and a very nice uh, meeting you. And you know, keep it up. Just keep that. Thank you. Keep that positive attitude, and, and you're gonna you're gonna kill anything that comes in your way. You <laughs> chase those dreams, okay? I'll Thank be looking you. for some I of your director you. credits in five years. Thank you. Please do. Right. Please do. Thanks a lot, Derek. It's it's good to hear Derek's uh, Wisconsin accent. Don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Don't you know, Derek? Honestly, yeah, I'm I love accents. It's it's one of the sexiest things a man can have is like accents. Like yes, any kind of accent. New York, Wisconsin, um, I've anything from the UK, um, Asian different types of dialects of Asian accents. Oh, I'm getting a little cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about it. Hey, where, where do you see yourself in the industry? Let's start with the industry first. Where do you see yourself in three to five years? Um, let's see. In three to five years, I will have in the industry, I definitely, I will have worked for some of those companies that I had mentioned before. I will have taken on some of those longer scripts and uh, some of those feature parts. Um, I see myself also moving towards directing, moving towards having my own, you know, everything, my own site, everything like that, um, because I think that is the safest bet when it comes to having these platforms that can be iffy. We had mentioned OnlyFans before. Um, having your own site kind of seems to be the best way to go. Um, so I see myself moving that in that direction. I see myself traveling more and, and sharing more of those experiences, my day-to-day -day life with my fans. Um, I have a lot of other things planned. Uh, I see myself, hopefully, if everything goes well, doing these reality TV shows that I'm planning on doing. So that'll be fun, too. So it'll, it'll be a, an adventure. And I'm really excited to be able to share that with everyone. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, Marvely will be our guest next week, so don't miss out on that. And uh, she's going to have a lot of stories for us as well. Joshua with the fine hair is back. And uh, Joshua, another question for Carmela? Hey Carmela, you know, um, actually, my question was, um, I'm I'm currently working in uh, the horror film world um, mm -hmm. as a composer and a producer, and I was just wondering, like, you have such a great cinematic presence, like, would you ever be interested in like starring in a horror film? Like, w do you have any aspirations to go into kind of like? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> oh oh shit. my god, I'm gonna jump through this boat right now. You've been Absolutely. discovered. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so I'm actually going to be watching this later. One of my favorite franchises is Scream. 
I started watching it when I was like seven years old when the first movie came out. And I still need to catch up with the last two of them. I saw parts of the fifth one. I know the sixth one just came out, so I'm going to catch up on them. But I love those type of um, horror films. I do also like, I'm terrified of scary movies, but I like scaring people. Like if I had to be a scare actor for like, you know, any one of these parks or whatever, I would have loved doing that. That would have been fun for me. Um, Again, being able to assume the role and play out whatever's going on, even if it's scary, uh, I just love the whole process of making something that's on a page come to life and and doing it in a way that the audience can really experience it. And with horror, that's one of the ways they really, really experience whatever it is that you're trying to portray. They feel that anticipation and that, um, you know, those butterflies. Oh, my gosh, he's creeping up on her. Oh my God, he, she doesn't see him. Oh my God, like they feel that too. So it's a really great way to connect with the audience and I would absolutely die at the opportunity. That's awesome. Yeah, you have such a, I mean, you'd be a great final girl, you know, that the terminal, <laughs> the final girl, like, yeah, you'd be awesome. That so. makes it to the end. <laughs> yeah, you're right. The final, yeah. The survivor, the Sydney. Right. Yeah, you'd be great. Yeah, so uh, yeah, hopefully. I would love yeah. to. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. If you ever really have a script that you, you know, want to throw my way or you want me to audition for something, Please get in touch with Erica. She Absolutely. will get it to me. She knows I have crazy aspirations for those things. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. Okay, we'll do. Yeah, we'll keep in touch. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Now, now, Carmelli, you said you were a, a geekish type of person. Now, do you do you prefer PCs or, or Macs? Um, I'm a Mac user. All of my products are Apple products. I know, I know the technology is better with, you know, other brands, but personally, I'm an ease of use person. I'm not very tech savvy. That's not the type of nerd I am. Well, did um, you know that, that Sean uh, also was a Mac guy? And he was a nice oh. person. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I haven't seen one of those in years. I love it. That's there was nothing in the box. It was all styrofoam. I had to <laughs> hold that thing for two or three hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That that's was, that amazing was parents home that that was a mailer that but that was also on the side of buses in midtown and it was um i think it was 1989 when the mac came out and um it was after uh it was after my adult career i was still in new york trying to make it in, in mainstream mainstream i know mainstream has different connotations now than it did mm. that mainstream was it was porn that was mainstream but yeah i uh Get you a good deal on a on a Mac. <laughs> no, 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 Thanks, Patrick. I haven't seen that. Who is that guy, man? He got old. No, don't let him fool you. He's holding that up with his cock. <laughs> it's a stick in a box. <laughs> yeah, dick in a box. Where do I send the check, Patrick? <laughs> I, I had to pull that up. We were thinking about old time people there, and, and I had a Vanessa Del Rio, and in the same folder, I had a, a Sean Elliott for. For Macintosh computers. So, anything else, Carmela, you want to add for the good of the cause? Well, let's review uh, some of your sites you're on again, and then uh, and then we'll wrap things up. Sure. Uh, first and foremost, thank you guys so much for having me. It's been a pleasure speaking with all of you, all of you who called in. Thank you so much for your questions. They've been riveting. They've been great. And I'm really glad I've got to express some of these things that are on this side of the camera. Um, you can find me at IG at only clutched or uh, Clutched World. Um, Twitter is at Carmella underscore Clutch, and uh, OnlyFans is OnlyFans.com forward slash Clutch VIP. That's a mouthful. <laughs> and uh, we, uh, of course, this group, and maybe I didn't explain it beforehand, uh, Erica knows, but maybe she didn't pass it on. This is basically an autograph group. So, and, you know, on, on Facebook, you've got groups for uh, baseball autograph collectors or football autograph for famous folks. Well, there was none out there for adult stars. And so I thought, yes. Yeah. So another guy who who's drifted off into the sunset, and I came up with this group. And so everybody in this room is a member of that group. And so uh, then we don't have people coming in showing us their buttholes, their wieners, or anything like that. And so, um, and while we have a limited number, oh, there, there's Sean. <laughs> I already saw him. <laughs> I was holding that box up with. Um, and so anyway, uh, while we have a limited group, uh, this does get fed out to our, our people in our group. So um, anyway, uh, is there a chance for us? Uh, do you have like a P.O. box 
or some a mailing public mailing address where we could uh, write for photos or get autographs or something like that? Um, I don't have a public one, but you can get in touch with Erica, and I will give you my address so you can go ahead and send. I'll send something to you. Okay. Well, I, mean, I think I have a couple just, DVDs. Yeah. Sure. And it's one of those things, too. If you're going to be at Exotica, there's always yeah. one of us that goes to Exotica, and we can always pick up autographs for somebody else, something like that. So I just want to know. Fantastic. Because I think you had, didn't they, they do, did something really stupid at X3. If you had a, a picture uh, setting up, I think they made, and it was adult, didn't they make you turn it over at X3? Yeah, at X3, you couldn't have any exposed nipples. Same thing with AVN. Um, oh, God. So, so I, uh, what I had to do is I had to layer photos. So I, had this, I have this beautiful photo where I'm in nothing but uh, gold chains, a bodice of gold chains. And you can see my nipples, and you can see my cute little bush, and it's in a very jungle thing. It's a jungle-themed um, and um, they, they made me either put little uh, pasties over the picture or I've put post-its over it or um, layer the pictures so that it covers it. And then when the fan comes to see, take a quick peek. It's kind of like being at the grocery store and you're about to check out and you're with your mom and you see the, the Playboy with the cover on it and you're like, <laughs> it, it was one of those situations, which was completely lame, but, you know. I, I rules thought rules, the X three was lame as far as I the building was too small, way too small, and it the, was very small. the the and way I'm, they the way they treated the talent was horrendous. They, I I'm not gonna even lie. I I I was yelled at several times by someone randomly. Um, he was very curt and rude. It was it was a lot. It, it, it by the end of the weekend, I broke down into tears in front of my partner. And I said, I don't deserve this. I came here to work. I did nothing wrong. I went to where I was told to go. In fact, I even spoke to the guy who ran the show, and he put an extra table just for me on the main floor because he was like, no, you don't belong in the, in the second floor, in the back of the shadows. You are a, a mainstream actress yeah. with a large brand and a large following, and your line is too long to be going upstairs. Right. So, yes, we need to put you on the main floor. And then I had someone come and yell at me multiple times over it. It was to the point by the end of the weekend, I was crying. Right. Like, because he had got aggressively gotten in my face yeah, and then they took three Sharpies. or four times. They took Sharpies away from the fans. So, now talent's got Sharpies. Then they took cameras away from photographers. And the talent, it was just kind of a screwed up match. It was, it was tough. It was very, very tough. I yeah. hope next year they have it a little bit better organized. And I hope that the person that was screaming at me all this year is not there next year because that was yeah. really uncomfortable. But they are going to have it at the same venue, which is very disappointing. Um, I would think that they would have it somewhere a little bit more um, open. Uh, but the two floors, the, the oh. second floor is very cramped. Um, it was challenging to get through most areas. Um, and I think it was also, um, there was, in some cases, maybe plan out where you're going to put, you know that, you know, Violet Myers and I both have similar fan groups. If you place us at opposite ends of the room, both of our lines are going to run into each other, you know, put us next to each other instead. So you have two lines going the same direction or on the opposite ends of the room. So it's not taking up all the pathways and space. It's, it was a little, um, I think they're going to get it better next year. Remember, this was only their second year. Right. And it was much more people there. So let's let's have faith and be positive that it's going to be better next year. And at least this year, later on after they were pressured, they had a, a list of who was going to be there the first year. No list. You had to guess who was going to be there. Well, yeah. And I think um, the first year, it was also hard. A lot of people didn't know if they wanted to go. They knew right. it was going to be a little bit crazy. They didn't know it was going to be worth it. Remember, a lot of performers, if they don't live in L.A., they have to travel sometimes across the country. Right. That's a that's a charge you have to incur. You're there for the full weekend. You're paying for your stay. You're bringing over merchandise, <laughs> which costs money. That's extra weight in your baggage. Yeah. Your outfits, your makeup, everything. It's Our a, friend Mickey Lynn it lives in Miami, and she had the uh, Mickey, and they they have to take all their stuff for their booth, and they were out there because of ABM. I mean, for two weeks. Mm -hmm. and, and if you're uh, shooting, then you need to bring your lights too, all your equipment and gear. Right. He's got he's got a trailer. The guitar. It's a long slept and and money to you know every night in the hotel it's a lot yeah but, you know uh, and then if you're if you if you can if you have the means you get you hopefully can find a decent bnb so you can go grocery shopping and kind of cut the costs where where you can and be responsible fiscally but you know 
a lot of these conventions take so much money. This is why when somebody asks me and they're insulted when I say, okay, well, let's take some pictures. We're going to take three to four pictures. I'll do different poses. Poses are going to be hypersexual. Most of the time they leave with a heart on. And then some of these people, some, sometimes they get really upset when I tell them it's $20. Well, keep in mind, I had to bring all this stuff over here. I, I'm working right now mm -hmm. and you're feeling up on me. You wouldn't go to a strip club and feel up on the girl without tipping her. Right. I'm a porn star. You're going to tip me 20 instead of a dollar. And I think the guy ahead of me that had you lifted up several times was very, very generous too. Yeah, no, absolutely. And so that's the great thing is um, when you do find fans that are that are very um, kind and and they get it and they're they're really into the culture of adult. They're they're really um, they're the guys that you keep doing this for. Those really mm -hmm. are. Okay. Plus, you'd have to pack your most epic ass. <laughs> I cannot wait. I know it's going to be very heavy. That's still because it's solid and it's well a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> I can show you, but I don't know how. I don't want to oh, break you, YouTube or anything. Well, you you could with through your jeans. You could turn around once and show us your most epic ass. We'll let you guys. Raise <laughs> your hands. Uh, yes. Oh yes. Oh yeah. That's that passes. Yeah. yeah. Coming back in the business, Richard. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, Carmelo, this is the intelligence so in the process we were talking about before. Turn around, shake everybody's much. Carmelo, we thank you so much for uh, for being a part of our show. We wish you all the success. We will see you on the road to some exotica. And, of course, uh, next week, Marvel Lee will be with us uh, next week, same time, right here on JizzTalking.com. Don't forget to follow us at Jizz Talking on Twitter. We'll see you then.